This is the Mental Health Revolution. Welcome to the Doorway to Self podcast with Rachel Leah Gerson. Hello, gorgeous human, and welcome to the Doorway to Self podcast. My name is Rachel Leah Gerson, and I am your host. I'm so glad to be here today. I feel like I say that every episode, probably because I do, but um, yes. I am currently recording this the day that it releases actually on the uh, 7-8 or 8-7 portal, depending on how you write your date, right in the middle of our Syrian Stargate. And if you're unfamiliar with what a Syrian Stargate is, that's okay. I'm going to go ahead and explain it because I think it's going to be a really good introduction to this episode. So our sun that we revolve around, shines down on us. Yes, (laughs) this is something we can all agree upon, I think. Um, Our sun shines on us. Uh, Our sun also aligns uh, as we move across the sky with other stars that are behind it. And through its rays, it therefore is able to bring the light of those stars down onto us. So it's kind of like the light of a projector coming through a film strip. So if we can imagine our sun being the film strip and these other stars behind it being the light that goes from the projector, um, then we can kind of envision that that's how things are being presented to us. So the light of these stars is projecting in through our sun and, and kind of giving us these psychic imprints onto us as the screen, onto our earth as the screen. Uh, And it's basically infiltrating the codes of these stars into our earth and into us. Uh, Obviously, this happens on a daily basis. The sun is always aligning with a star somewhere in our solar system, somewhere in our galaxy. Um, I guess it would be our galaxy, not our solar system. Anyways, I digress. So... (laughs) At the present moment and for the last several days, this and this happens every single year around this time from July 2nd or 3rd-ish, maybe the 4th through the somewhere between the 8th and 11th-ish, the sun, our sun, will align with our spiritual sun as it's known, which is the binary star Sirius. And Sirius is, as I said, a binary star, which means that it's made up of actually two stars. And some people argue there are three. Um, It's been studied in astrophysics and all sorts of uh, spaces, no pun intended. Um, No conclusions have been drawn on that just yet. But the point is, is that this star system in specific is associated with helping to infiltrate codes of wisdom into our collective and specifically spiritual wisdom. So if you've noticed that in the last couple of days or perhaps every first week of July every year, you tend to feel really on point or you are really um, just above and beyond in your ability to uh, work with energy or to channel or to do healing work on yourself or with others. Um, or if, oh my gosh, your musical capacity series is very highly associated with music. If your musical capacities are just kind of through the roof, um, 
Yeah, that's all from this point in time. And a lot of what Sirius helps to shine down as well is awakening codes and helping our collective to awaken more and more and more and more. Um, and so that is the reason for today's episode. Some of you might be really confused at this point saying, okay, Rachel, so what does that have to do with embodiment? And I think it's important to speak to both sides of this coin at this point. So I actually wrote a Facebook post on my personal page um, just about an hour before recording this podcast uh, as I was kind of testing my own waters to see is this the episode for today? And as soon as I wrote it, I was like, I got this full body feeling of, oh, that's a quote from the episode. So I'm just going to go ahead and actually just read what I wrote um, because I think this is one very important side of the coin. So what I wrote is, I have come to the conclusion that most people who are exposed to spirituality choose to remain unawakened because the expansiveness of our human beingness our innate nature of interdimensionality is too vast to feel comfortable. The mere idea of living so deeply inside of our skin that our bodies can span all of time and space is too overwhelming, and so they shut it down. So that's, that's uh, side A of this coin, is the side of the folks who are remaining 150% in the 3D, completely just like there, okay? Not wanting any awareness whatsoever, um, gaslighting the spiritual, saying it's woo-woo, saying there's no basis, um, just completely remaining ignorant to anything beyond the 3D. Um, potentially they might be in the 4D a little bit. 4D is emotionality, right? Really connecting to our emotions and where they live in our bodies and etc. But usually they're stuck in the 3D very, very bigly. Um, bigly is a, a word that my friend Susel uses and I have adopted it into my English lexicon. So, um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's my excuse for using that word. Um... So yeah, so that's one side of the coin is these people who are so, 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 so earthen um, in a negative way where they're so trapped in the 3D that they can't uh, get out. And it's due to this fear of their own expansiveness or their own potentiality for expansiveness. The other side of this coin, however, is the side of the coin that I feel that most people listening to this podcast have fallen on at one point or another if you're not currently there. And the side of that coin is just completely being disembodied and completely being disconnected from your human vessel. The irony of this is, is that Neither one of these sides of this coin is the 5D. The 5D would be the edge of the coin, okay? So one side of the coin is the 3D. The other side of the coin is honestly every other dimension possible, okay? I would argue that most folks in spiritual communities are living in 6D or 7D and some even well beyond that. 60, what 60 looks like, the sixth dimension, is kind of this tether to the body that's not completely 
here. It's not completely embodied. So there's like, you're like here and you're moving around and you're aware of it, um, but you're not embodied. You're living outside of your body in some way, shape, or form. Um, You're more connected to the ethereal realms or you're more connected to the feeling of just pure spirit without a form. Um, And you're yet still tethered to your body. 7D would be completely removed from the body and basically experiencing life from a dissociative standpoint where you are uh, essentially watching yourself walk through life. and, and being removed from your body. Both of those are the equivalent to the 3D, but in the opposite direction. Both sides of the coin are ignoring something. The 3D side of the coin is ignoring the spiritual and the expansion beyond what, what we're currently understanding as the human experience in our mainstream society. The other side of the coin, the 60, 70, and beyond side of the coin, is completely ignoring the human body. And so what does the 5D do? What does the edge of the coin, the middle of the coin do? It bridges the gap. This is the connection. This is where we find connection between the human body and ourselves as spiritual beings. The human body is an innately spiritual thing. It is a tool if we choose to use it as one. Now, I am obviously speaking from the standpoint of somebody who used to live well outside of the 5D, well outside of the 3D even. Um, Yeah, I definitely was observing myself from outside of my body for a good portion of my life. Um, And I don't honestly think that much of that has to do with trauma from this lifetime. I think it has to do with trauma from other lifetimes and also just innately being... um, (laughs) being somebody who is just used to living like on in 12d and and thereabouts and so it's um you know it was unnatural it felt unnatural for me to be in a human body and I think that that's something that many of you can relate to is this kind of feeling of of it is unnatural to be in this vessel it is unnatural to be in this thing and I struggled for a long time with it. I self-harmed. I did a lot of self-harm stuff. I I had a lot of suicidal ideation, especially young, um, when I was younger, like, um, 11, 12, 13, lots of suicidal ideation, uh, even had a plan at one point in time that was discovered and then disarmed, which I think I've spoken to on this, um, podcast before. But it can be really, really hard. It can really be a struggle to be in this human body if you're not used to being in the human body or if you did suffer from acute or severe trauma uh, in your younger years in a human body, um, any sort of abuse or assault um, would be really, it would make it really traumatic to live in a human body probably for a while unless you can learn to reclaim it and and do the work to um, release whatever your body is holding onto 
and really reclaim it as this safe space for you to live in. Um, and I think that's true. You know, I said earlier on, but I think at any point in life that can happen. And I just, I want to really give hope to those of you listening who ever have, and I feel, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. Mm. Yeah, this message is for you. Any of those of you who are listening, who have dealt with that kind of trauma, there is hope for you. Yeah, there is hope for you. That person or those people who harmed you do not have control over your body. They do not own your body. And so one of the most powerful things that you can do to work through your healing around that is to reclaim your body, to remind yourself of that. They don't own you. They don't have control over you. So that message wanted to be delivered. <laughs> um, if this is triggering for you to listen to at this point, I want to invite you to pause this episode Take a breath, wiggle it out. Maybe you save the rest of this episode for later. Maybe you uh, journal for a minute. Maybe you go take a walk barefoot in the woods or something um, and definitely bring this to a mental health helper to help you work through if you need that as well. Um, and of course, if you're in an acute state, uh, please call 911, get some help. So I could honestly spend like six hours talking about how freaking cool the human body is, <laughs> um, which honestly boggles my mind because I definitely shamed it as I kind of alluded to a couple of minutes ago. You know, I was that person. I was that spiritual teacher. Yes, at 16, <laughs> at 20, <laughs> young Rachel was walking around this earth like... <laughs> body who needs a human body and I was doing the very unethical and harmful thing uh teaching my students at that time and saying oh yeah you don't need this thing you can astral travel you can leave whenever you want that's the true spiritual way that's the true spiritual path and it's funny how much unlearning we have to do you guys um even even as teachers, um, which, you know, it's funny to think of myself as like a 16-year-old teacher thinking I knew everything in the world. But, um, you know, we, we live, we learn. So, so that's what I was teaching people and come to find out it's the opposite of that. It's the direct opposite of that. It is so important to be in our bodies. Now, I feel like I'm talking about, I'm talking about this in circles a little bit. You guys are probably like, Rachel, get to the point already. Like, how can we, <laughs> why is the body important? So I'm going to lay out a couple of different reasons um, and ways, actually, in which we can use our bodies as tools to help regulate our emotions, to help regulate our stability in our energy, to help... Uh, with letting go and releasing energies that are not our own, helping to call in energies that are ours, helping to um, ground down and root down into our earth. I mean, there's so much stuff. So um, I talked about a lot of this on the grounding episode, actually. So if you want to head back to that, I believe it's episode seven. If you want to head back to that, I might be wrong about that. Uh, I definitely invite you to give a listen to that. I think that would be very helpful in tandem with this episode. But for now, let's talk about the cool things the human body can do. So firstly, 
Um, what are our bodies made of? Um, energy, right? What is the definition of energy? And I've talked about this before. The definition of energy is literally um, molecules vibrating. That's what energy is. Energy is force. Energy is anything that has movement to it that creates something. These can be physical molecules or non-physical molecules, and it just so happens that our physical bodies are physical molecules, right, that are vibrating, that are buzzing to create this physical structure. So our bodies as physical entities are actually energy. It's just energy in solid form. The molecules are vibrating at a pace that is... Uh, fast enough and together enough that it creates a physical form. So what does that mean? That means that because we are energy, we can move energy through us and we can use our vessels, our bodies, our human being bodies to move energy through us. Okay, this is so much more powerful than, oh, let me fly outside of my body and try to connect to energies elsewhere and then try to kind of float around bringing those energies to the earth. Why is this more effective? A um, couple different reasons. One, when you're going outside of your body, you are disconnecting from yourself. Your body is you. Your body is a part of you, right? It's just a different iteration of your energy. It's a different form of your energy. And so when we leave our bodies, we are literally leaving ourselves. We are disconnected and disconnecting from ourselves. Y'all have heard me uh, with this metaphor about the glass before, right? Several, several times. I use it all the time. When you have a glass that is filled three quarters with water, the glass is still 100% full. Why? Because the last quarter of the glass is filled with air. The glass is always filled with something. When we leave ourselves behind to go connect somewhere else, when we leave our human bodies behind to go connect somewhere else, it leaves room in our bodies for our bodies to fill up with other energies. And it also opens our, our non-physical energy that we've put out now into the universe wherever abouts in whatever dimension or whatever space or whatever time. It's now opened those energies up, those parts of ourselves up, to fill up with other energies as well. So it opens us up for attachments from outside entities or even from other people that we know from their energies. And so we're constantly basically split in half from ourselves and connecting to these outside forces. And the danger in that is pretty tremendous for multiple reasons, right? It causes for dissociation. It can cause for, um, I mean, it is dissociation, um, but it can cause for um, prolonged dissociation. It can cause for, therefore, catatonic states in the physical. Um, it can lead to psychotic breaks or psychotic events because we're just not meant to be outside of our bodies. It's not what the human experience is about. Um, and so those of you who are listening right now who suffer from psychotic episodes or manic episodes or um, 
uh, hallucinations, quote unquote, I don't believe in hallucinations, but um, i.e. terrifying and maladaptive psychic experiences, those of you who suffer from those things, I am very curious how embodied you are. Because chances are you are suffering from those experiences because you are disconnected from your body in some way, shape, or form. Chances are. I'm going to let that sink in. The other part of this too is that if we're trying to make changes here on our physical planet, here in our physical human race, how are we going to do that if we're not fully a part of it, right? It's like trying to teach someone how to speak English when all you know is Italian. It's just completely <laughs> different. It, uh, it doesn't match up, right? Like you can't teach someone how to be a better human being if you're not even embodying yourself as a human being. You're just some sort of amorphous um, entity, really, that's just kind of meandering outside of the physical world. And so, yeah, um, these are these are the things. This is why uh, embodiment is really important. But aside from it being important, especially for our mental health, right? Like I, I talked about those dissociative tendencies, the catatonic states, the psychotic episodes that can all happen when we are disembodied from, from ourselves for a prolonged period of time or even for a short period of time. It goes beyond just the importance of it. It's also about the freaking cool stuff that our body does, you guys. <laughs> our bodies are amazing. And I never, ever, ever would have known this if I hadn't um, begun to study it. And huge shout out to the folks at the Wellness Collective because uh, during my time there is really when I learned all of this stuff. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild. So I've talked a lot on this podcast about um, the fascial system and how our fascial muscles can hold memory. Um, you can definitely go back to the ancestor episode and the trauma episode and the grounding episode to hear back on all of that. Um, I'm not going to talk about it again because I've talked about it and geeked out about it a lot. Um, but there's that. There is... Um, yeah, just just the way that our body holds emotions and memories. And you can literally, at any given point in time, ask yourself, what am I feeling? And sink into your body, sink into your physical body, and you will know. Your physical body will tell you. Your physical body will tell you what emotions you're experiencing, what energy you're experiencing. I can tell you that... <laughs> Even through literal years, literal decades, okay, of wandering outside of my human body because I was, you know, this uber spiritual person, quote unquote, who, <laughs> who was so spiritual that I didn't even need my body. Um, I was connecting. <laughs> we can laugh at our younger selves, y'all. It's so important to do. Um, 
I was, you know, I was so convinced that I was so much more uh, easily accessing other energies or, or understanding of other energies by just being um, non-physical energy. Um, and that that's not the case. The more embodied I become, the more acutely aware I become of, oh, this energy is not mine or, oh, um, this is what this space feels like energetically or, oh, this is what this other person's energy feels like or, oh, this is what the energy of this memory feels like. The more acutely aware I become of that stuff, which is potentially counterintuitive if you're somebody who's been living outside of your body and telling yourself all of the same narratives that I told myself as a youngin, you know, not that I'm old because definitely not, but <laughs> I'm definitely still a youngin, aren't we all, at least in this current lifetime anyways. Um, but yeah, you know, if that's, if those are the narratives you've been telling yourself that, oh yeah, you know, the only way to access um, energy, right? Because we've used this word energy as kind of this separate thing from the physical. As I already stated, it is the physical, yeah? So we use this whole thing to kind of convince ourselves in some way, shape, or form that we're going to be more psychic if we leave our body or we're going to be more connected to the spirituality or the spiritual realm if we leave our body. And it's the complete opposite. It is the complete 100% opposite. Why? Because your cells hold information. Your physical body holds information. And so by avoiding it, you are literally avoiding halls of knowledge it's almost like it's almost like your body is a holder for the akashic records and when you leave it you are leaving like 90% of the records behind we as a human race are all connected to each other and because so many of us are star seeds and have experiences on other planets or in other dimensions or you know wherever else we're therefore connected to all of that through our bodies as well we are literally connected to all of time and space through our physical bodies an exercise that i've really been enjoying lately is um as I've been doing my kind of more physical meditations where I've really been getting into my body, I have been asking for my energy, my Rachel Rachelness, as I call it, to fill every single cell in my body. Every single cell. And I want to invite you to do the same. The more that I do that, the more that I claim every unawakened hall in my body, the more... I become sensitive to my knowing and not only of myself, but of everything and everyone around me. It's truly profound and it's so simple. It's so simple. I say this all the time, you guys, the psychic world is so much more simple than we make it. <laughs> yeah. You were sent to this planet in this body for a reason. There is a reason you are here. I'm going to be talking about this more in a later episode. 
but there is a reason why you are here. Even if you feel like you're floundering, even if you feel like you're not supposed to be here, even if you're questioning what the hell this meat suit is that you got stuck into, even if you constantly feel like leaving, even if you miss your quote-unquote home planet that is somewhere else, you were sent here for a reason. You are here on mission. You are here doing purpose, being purpose becoming purpose every single minute of every single day whether you consciously know that or not so i want to encourage you to disown the narrative that you're not supposed to be here disown the narrative that um the human body is gross or useless or a chain to this earth that's negative to disown this narrative that your body is a jail cell because yes you do have the option to view it that way and yes also you have the option to view it as the most freeing most expansive experience that you might potentially have. I want to actually take this even in a different direction. If we think of ourselves in disembodied form, right? If we think of ourselves as just kind of the amorphous energy floating around, we actually lose a lot of our ability in that way. We're no longer anchored into this planet. We're no longer able to move things through the physical. And the physical, when we learn how to work with it properly, is such a cool place. When we learn how to be intentional in our everyday lives about how we interact with the physical world, right? When we interact with our food by way of, oh my gosh, this is about to nourish me. Let me bless this object. Let me, let me, be so thankful, give so much gratitude for this food that I'm about to eat or this water that I'm about to drink. Let me really feel the keyboard of my laptop under my hands. Let me really understand what it's like to have my feet on the earth. Let me, as I'm looking at these tax documents, <laughs> be writing in amounts that I have made throughout the year, really calling in my abundance through this physical mean. Let me look at this other person's annoying Facebook post <laughs> and know that through the physicality of my language, I might be able to help shed light and perspective. If we infuse every single thing we do with magic, if we approach every single moment of our lives with magic, that's when we step into the 5D. Because there's no way to do that without being in the physical. 
I am a little obsessed with the Disney Pixar movie called Soul. <laughs> it came out uh, not too long ago, like maybe, I don't know, a year or so ago, maybe less than that. I don't know. It's really great. If you haven't seen it, I definitely, definitely recommend seeing it. Um, but it's uh, in synopsis about this guy who dies um, and he's trying to navigate the afterlife um, whilst also still trying to come back to Earth. Um, and in part of it, when he is, uh, he's just, quote unquote, just a soul, right? He doesn't have his human body anymore. Um, this other soul is trying to teach him, like, what is it like to be a soul? And he walks into this this place where there's pizza and he goes to eat the pizza and it just kind of shoots right through him. And he's like, what? There's no taste here? <laughs> what? Why can't I smell this pizza? There's no there's no smell here. There's no taste here. There's why can't I feel myself eating this? I'm not enjoying any of this. And then he goes to eat it and it shoots right through him. Um, and I think that's just such a beautiful like he can't even feel when he goes to feel the pizza. He can't he can't touch it. He's there are just no senses right? There are no senses. There's nothing sensory. And I think a lot of us can get so caught up in trying to grow our psychic senses specifically, right? Trying to grow these energetic senses that we have, our, our clairvoyance or our clairaudience or whatever, that these, these moments that are in the non-physical, which are necessary and they're all good and dandy, but y'all, if you don't know how to fully pay attention to the magic that is in the physical, how are you going to grow your extrasensory abilities? We have to start at the base level. And it's going to even get to a point where they're going to become one and the same in some way, shape, or form. Seeing in the 5D, of course, you know, there are some people who do not have sight. And I want to be very sensitive to that. So if you're somebody without sight, please take this and apply it to hearing or feeling or something else. When I see nowadays, I am literally looking through my eyes to see the magic in every physical object that surrounds me. I am appreciating every moment where I'm looking out of my lens. I am appreciating every sound that I hear in the physical. You might have heard my stomach rumble a little bit ago. I don't know if my mic picked that up, but I appreciated that. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. And that's also a connection back to the body, right? You hear your stomach rumble, it brings you back to the body. It goes, oh, okay, you're, you're hungry. Or, oh, okay, there's something wrong with your gut here. Or, oh, okay, there's, there's something moving through you that needs to be released. These are the alerts and if we don't know how to listen in the physical, if we don't know how to see, smell, touch, taste in the physical, of course, provided that those are options for you, then why are you trying to expand your psychic versions of those? Now, given if you don't have one or many of those abilities in the physical, um, I do find actually that the psychic version of that is heightened and it's because it's overcompensating and it's kind of giving you this way of being like, oh, okay, I can tap into this ability actually. So I can have hearing without hearing. I can have sight without sight, et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. 
I mean, they are all there are all these little nuances. So I'm I'm getting a little bit sidetracked here um, and going down a rabbit hole that doesn't need to be delved through anymore. I think I think you guys get the point. But um, yeah, the, these are these are all gifts, and it's all about integration. That's what the 5D is. Right. I stated before there are people stuck in the 3D and then most of you listening to this podcast are probably stuck in 5D or excuse me, 60 or beyond. Very few of you listening to this, I'm almost certain, have actually mastered the 5D. I'm still learning to master the 5D. I'd say I'm maybe like 80% of the way there and then future version of me somewhere is listening back to this podcast saying, really, Rachel, you thought you were at 80%? <laughs> Think again. Guess again. <laughs> You're probably at like 40. <laughs> but that's the thing, you guys, is I'm always learning too. We're always learning. We're always learning this human experience all of the time. All of the time. <sighs> but yeah, so that's my invitation to you. Integrate. Really recognize where are you leaving your body. Really recognize where are you shaming the experience of being in the body. Where are you not taking advantage of being in a body because it's so magical and there's so many other facets to being in a human body that I didn't even speak to oh my gosh like how you can physically connect to objects or people or places and through that physical connection receive information or like how you can shoot energy out your fingertips and it's more powerful than trying to astrally do that because there's an anchoring to it there's an embodiment to it there's a physicality to it there's another there's literally another dimension to it literally all right my loves i think that's it for today that was the uh syrian knowledge syrian wisdom that shot through our sun into me this morning before I hit record. Um, and I hope that it's helpful to you. And I am sending you all of the love in the world. If you enjoyed this podcast, I really want to invite you to share it, subscribe, download, whatever you do. Um, and please leave a review on iTunes. It's just so helpful for people to find this thing that is so necessary to permeate our collective at this point in time. So um, really, really appreciate any iTunes reviews you leave. Um, also any sharing. Uh, several of you have been sharing my podcast on Facebook and tagging at the Doorway to Self podcast and at Doorway to Self and even my personal page. And I really, really appreciate that wholeheartedly so, 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 so much. You can also share it on Instagram at the Doorway to Self podcast or at Dory to self or at rachel.lea.gerson that's l that's r-a-c-h-e-l dot l-e-a-h dot g-e-r-s-o-n um and yeah i just i really really appreciate all of your love all of your support all of your sharing as of yesterday the podcast hit 3600 listens so really celebrating in that Thank you so much. I'm just so, 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 so grateful. Um, and I look forward to seeing what comes through in the next couple of weeks for the next episode for you. Have a beautiful rest of the Syrian Stargate. And I am sending you so much 
love. Thank you so much for tuning into the Doorway to Self podcast, for helping to spread psychic education, and for being a part of the mental health revolution. I hope you have received exactly what you needed today for your personal growth, understanding, and healing. For more information on upcoming workshops, retreats, and online events, please go to doorwaytoself.com. Thank you, and have a beautiful rest of your day. Okay, okay, but y'all know I really want to advocate for you doing your own podcast too, so I guess if you still want to stick around, you can also hear how you can use Anchor to create your own podcast. You're still here? You're still listening? Oh my gosh, I love you.